Hey everyone, uh, in this episode I have DJQ, uh, and we literally just talked and, you know, pretty much thought aloud together, and um, yeah, we had a couple things on our minds. Hope you enjoy. Speak, but not how loud. You're right, I didn't tell you how loud to speak. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mention that whatsoever. Hi everyone! Um, you know, this is another episode of Self Talking, and today I have my good friend Q. How have you been, man? <laughs> is that a loaded question? Yes, it is, man. But I think since when was our first episode? First episode that we did together. I think it was July or August, but the first week of August. Oh, that's right. No, it was the first week because I came back from from Bay Area. Bay Area, I right? Came to come back from the Bay Area. There you go. Um, I guess if for whatever reason you are keeping chronological order of all the self-talking episodes up until this point, I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. I've been yeah. a little more, um, I'd say, set in the things that I like to do. So been been like a journey i think since last summer heading into this summer yeah but for the most part it's been pretty crazy man 2018 has been <laughs> it's been the year you guys have like leaps. you've been doing yeah. shit man yeah compared to last year too right we were pretty dormant last yeah, year yeah last think, year you guys were pretty dormant i think that's only because uh we were kind of just figuring out the set pieces and i think sp- speaking Directly towards like Ojala stuff. I mm. think Ojala was very dormant, and and once it kind of coalesced into like the four main group, there's like the four main people in that group, yeah. which was Mike, Chex, Ray, Milkweed, and myself. It kind of like turned into a powerhouse, and you know I think along with the amount of support we've been getting, we've been doing a lot of shows and and showing in support of other things, and I don't know. I think it's just that that moment of leading up to like this very rapid change rapidly changing i don't know like energy slash uh, potential potential of the city but also just the mm. the idea of the city actually producing like a group or or, or not even a group but maybe its own cuz i feel like okala is definitely a, 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 um, a creation that only could happen in tucson Granted, it like has. You think so? I think I think it has uh, elements that other organizations or collectives have around the country, if not the world. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's very unique, specifically for Tucson. I think that's why a lot of people are gravitating towards it because it like speaks to all the radical things that you would want to be a part of, but also the very Tucson things that make us like Tucson. Right. Sense. And I think that's been. People are seeing that more and more with all the events that we're doing, all the releases. But I also think, like, as as an artist, as an individual stepping into the collective, I think it's been really fun to iron out the details and think more of like these big power moves instead of like I'm just gonna throw a little open mic or I'm gonna throw a dance party, I'm gonna throw this, I'm gonna throw that. It's more intentional. It's like a we're creating a narrative or a myth. Mm-hmm. I like to think it like a myth, the myth of Ojala. You know, so it's yeah. definitely centered on these four young people, like myself and the other three homies. Yeah. But it's it's also creating a space for like once 
I have no interest in being public. I can step away and somebody else can take that spot. Or of course. It can go from four people to like 10 or, you know, whatever. Right. Whatever it's needed, you know, I think that's that's the other component is that. It's, 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 it's uh, malleable enough for it to, to take shape and exactly. whatever shape it needs to take. Exactly. That's cool. So more or less, that's that's kind of been on the on the artist slash community tip. Yeah. But I think personally, it's kind of just reflecting this morning. I've done a lot of psychedelics <laughs> this year alone, so <laughs> that plays a big part in like the 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 chess game I play with uh-huh. with like Ojala or even just the things that I want to manifest. And I mean, it's led me to a lot of crazy power moves, but it's also kind of left me. Uh, with more questions than I mm. do uh, or like more questions mm. that lead to other questions instead of like condensing it into one it becomes a tree of several branches that yeah. just lead on forever and ever and ever and ever uh-huh uh-huh but it's funny you uh, would would this, would this have been like the most psychedelics you've ever done in, in one year, yeah. <laughs> in, less, in six months, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in, in six months, I've definitely that's cute. Earned, earned my psychonaut badge. I nice, think. nice. I nice. think if, the, if they were offering that, I think I'd probably <laughs> yeah, have like a couple. Uh, there's a there's this thing. Um, Terrence McKenna would talk about this. He he would say, if 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 one of the side effects of taking a psychedelic was that your ears turned green. You would be shocked at how many years, at how many green years you would see, mm. like like in realizing how many people actually do, do that it, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. But like nobody knows, you know. Like you can have like a normal person just chilling out in an office, you know, just chilling doing his work and everything. And if his ears were green, his ears, like Check like it. if he did it, his ears would be green, you yeah. know. Like like that's yeah. that's just something. It's so prevalent and it's so quiet. It's so interesting, man. The whole psychedelic thing, mm-hmm. how like how it was so how it popped up in like the 60s and shit and then it like it went underground quiet and mm-hmm. in, in all aspects to it and like culturally scientifically it, like it just wouldn't speak and then now maybe around like 2012 20 like around there it started bubbling back up into like the collective consciousness again mm-hmm. just waking up and shit and started re-entering people's like minds and everything Really for thing. I mean, for me personally, that's when it re-entered my life. Like that's when it, like that idea of the psychedelic even came into my my consciousness. Even came into like a just a, a you know thought experiments and yeah, shit. Like, yeah, like yeah. there's this thing that exists out there that can change you. Yeah. What the fuck? Like why why does that even exist? You know yeah. that was and back then I was somewhat more materialistic. I guess you could say yeah. with an inclination of like of being spiritual. I guess. And, and 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 so it was fascinating yeah, yeah, just yeah. having that you know but here we are we're like we're like as individuals both of us experience these these fucking chemicals that exist full of potential um and at the same time on a collective tip their the research on them is become almost amazing it's yeah. a, it's a renaissance it's flourishing yeah. and it's like it's it's the, the the scientists are comparing the psychedelics um to the telescope and the microscope mm-hmm. what they were to their per, their perspective fields wow. what the telescope was to astronomy 
and the microscope was to um, biology. biology. The, my, the, the psychedelics are going to be for psychology. Wow. And think about that. Like that, that that's shit's huge. That's huge. You know, like, yeah. like the, the strides we'll be able to make in the crisis that we currently have of, of mental health. Do you think, do you think then, then in that way, because I always think of like the, I think since the first conversation we had about the medium as a, the massage, mm, yeah. or the medium as the message too, Yeah, yeah. I think I'm always interested in like the things that catapult moments or, or people or, or like a collective consciousness, mm. do you think, because I mean we've talked about the stoned ape theory, we've talked right. about that, do you think... This is like a re, like a. It's a it's a another real, leap. It's a, another reawakening. I think it, now the question is is it, is it is it gonna be something along the lines of what it was in the sixties, mm-hmm. or is it gonna be bigger? Is it gonna come back even more full force? Now, I'm I'm in the inclination of thinking that no, this is gonna be part of the culture now, because back then they were calling it they were calling it counterculture, mm-hmm. you know, and the way that the the psychonauts were approaching it were like. Like fuck the man, fuck the establishment. It was this, this us versus them mentality, mm-hmm. which is stupid. There's no that, that division. The the illusion of separation is a useful tool, but it isn't real. Mm-hmm. It's fake. We use it to organize the world, but yeah. it's not. It's not the basis of reality. Yeah. We have to, we have to conceptualize that. Yeah. And that was their mistake. At least in my opinion, the hippies back then. It was yeah. their mistake. They're preaching one love and all that kind of shit, but they were like. They had vitriol towards their, their elders. Yeah. Their elders had no idea. Well, well they, they worked with the information they had. Yeah. They did the best with that information. The, the youngins, they got this new little like tip of information. They were like, fuck you, older, older person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the older person was like, fuck you too then. Like, the, yeah. like there's, there's, there's uh, antagonism on both sides, even though one was preaching love and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's that, that hypocrisy. And my inclination, my hope, is that we lose that. Yeah. Because being antagonistic doesn't bring you anything. We've seen this. We've seen this plenty of times. And, and, it, and it alludes to like, the thing, like history repeats itself and shit. And then like, like, thinking of that reminds this other line where there's, like, history doesn't repeat itself, but it likes to rhyme. Mm. I like that a lot. Mm. That, that was, I think it was more Twain. But I'm not positive. Might be Mark Twain. Yeah, yeah, possibly. But yeah, so like there, that I found to be their mistake. Yeah. The way I would have gone about it was be like try and get to like the people with power, and I say that with quotation marks. The people with power, try and get their friends on that kind of stuff, and then slowly encourage the rest to get on that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Not and bring about it as a friendly exploration and versus of like, like I did this. So, like, so you don't even understand where I'm from. It's, yeah. it's, it's this uh, pompous attitude of yeah. like, like oh, I met God, I'm holier than thou kind yeah, of attitude. Yeah. And that doesn't help the situation. That pisses people off. Yeah. <laughs> pisses people off. Hmm. I, I always think with, with that kind of... Cause I, also, I also have to always keep in mind that um, although that the antagonism is definitely not productive mm. or, or at least not in the way to make equal space for for all humanity mm. i also think we we're at, i don't know i always feel i always feel as if 
the power, the people in the power, yeah, are are people who definitely need some kind of medicine or definitely need a. Well, they're the ones view. that need it the most, right? But I also think like this kind of medicine. I I I believe psychedelics is a medicine when used correctly. I mean, and if you look at our ancestry, yeah, right, same, and it's medicine. And I I think I'm I'm more interested in the conversation of like what what it what it would take to like disperse this kind of medicine in neighborhoods where it's uh, our, our folks are disenfranchised folks are you know at a, how to like give it to the ogs essentially yeah <laughs> Not like our conversation yesterday yeah because like, yeah, like, yeah. because i mean we can we can try to sit and break bread with capitalists with these people who who whose mind are only in, in profit or, or advancing mm-hmm. themselves which is which would be a good idea right theoretically but i also believe like that's the kind of shit that I don't know if there's a cure for it, man. I mean, it's 500 years of that same disease. Like, for instance, I think it was Black Elk who said that, uh, specifically white folks, right? When mm. we think about colonizers or like this idea of westernizing this part of the, of the world, right? This continent. It was mm. this, this individualism that kind of spread through in European culture. Mm. That's why you get things like the, the settlers coming over here and trying to find their independence from a system that they didn't like right instead of actually breaking bread and being like hey this is this is not this is not what, how we want to do it this is right. you know what i mean yeah, yeah and i mean granted a lot of indigenous cultures and what have you didn't follow that same suit but there is this idea that um in those communities or at least from what i've heard from other elders and have read there's this idea of like holding each other and growing each other mm-hmm. as a community right Entirely. So that's why like and it's easier when it's smaller groups. And I think when yeah. in Europe, this expansion, this idea of empire always right. was like something that I think you can see is prevalent in history. So mm-hmm. Black Elk essentially said that the idea of individualizing, the idea of American um, identity is this disease that eats you up and, and, mm. and lets you put your your well-being and your profits ahead of the people around you mm-hmm. so you, you become distant from, mm-hmm. from the community aspect right the village and and there's no cure for it he said mm-hmm. and the disease started in 1492 right. and has been going on for almost 600 years so yeah keeping that in mind i also think like all right so if we try to get this medicine to these people mm-hmm. who eventually probably will end up commodifying a lot of this shit mm. I mean, that's where it's leading towards. That's where it's leading towards. I, yes. I wonder, like, right now, it's, it's underground, if we could funnel it in neighborhoods and well, like, things like that. There's a lot of things you said there, and I, I liked everything that he said, because there's a... There's... Because it's, it's, it, there's a truth to it, because, I mean, doing a psychedelic experience, it rips away any identity you have, and it dissolves you into the all. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, completely. There, that's a, There's an intrinsic truth there. Now, talking about how long it's been that this disease is, is, is true, it is a disease, has been here mm-hmm. 600 years to all of human evolution. I, w- I would say, see that, and that's 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 very the, small, that's the biggest part of it, too. Because I very think very small, I think when we think of, or at least what I'm trying to get to, is, is the idea that yeah, um, our, our little chapter in this in this history, the mm. way we're kind of understanding ourselves at this moment is mm. definitely i i can't not see like 600 years being a big 
chunk of what it's informing us, but you're right, because 600 years before that, it was a whole different, different world. world. Yeah. Different, different characteristics, different humans, essentially, right? But I, but I also think, like, in, in this current era, with, with the current context, I think it's, those 600 years really mean a lot to, like, this conversation, right? Because it could, right. could, I mean... Because, I mean, it's birth, this conversation is birthed out of those 600 yeah, years. exactly. Right, exactly, right, 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 exactly. And that's very true. And I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that's very true. You, you ever, I don't know if you ever know, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this fact or anything, but the, there was something interesting that I recently came, uh, came into finding out. It was, it was when, um, it was early in the history of the United States mm-hmm. where for some reason, I mean, this to me sounds like a dog kind of thing, mm-hmm. but, but, um, there was like a good amount of cases where the uh, the Europeans would leave their societies and join the Native Americans, mm. but there were zero cases of the other of the, of the opposite happening ever willingly. Wow, it's deep. Yeah, it's deep. Like like even the the people that converted that way, they 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 figured they saw it. They knew. Oh, there's something. There's something completely wrong with the society I came from. This is the way to live. Yeah. There was something connected there. This, this, this. Um, and this goes back to like somebody that I that I that, that I admire intellectually. His, his name is uh, what's his name? Fuck. Going down his name. He's in the podcast too. He goes with him. Christopher Ryan. Mm. Christopher Ryan. He he wrote the book uh, Sex at Dawn. Okay. And um, sex at dawn. Yeah, sex at dawn. He talks about like that book, sort of like, sort of talks about like what, how humans and sex are very interesting. Like, like how like we. Essentially, the base of the book is alluding to the fact that humans are good. Like we have hit. Like the only reason we've gotten to this point is because we're good, but we've reached a culture, that is trying to sell us that we're bad. And and he's like, nah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he's and he's and he's and he's always with it. Like he's trying. He's, the, the newest book he's trying is he's gonna be like releasing probably in like a year or so. It's called Civilized to Death. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there, that that's not, that's, <laughs> that's a line right there. You know, like death. yeah. And he's you know he's a white guy. Yeah. All the privileges of the world and shit. Right. And he's just like, nah, man. This is you can ponder, man. This is bullshit. I think I think that's I mean. I think that plays a big part too. I feel like being able to step into that that realm of thinking, mm. right, or at least being able to reach that point. But I also think like <sighs> I'm really interested in the fact of like dispersing psychedelics as like a, at a neighborhood <laughs> clinic, <laughs> get a bunch of homies and sit them down. He's like, "Here's a gram each." <laughs> you I, get that. And, and, I get and that. And dispersing those those ideas, right? Like sitting down and being like, "Hey, man, like they're selling sex to you. They're selling this to you." And I think right. that'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah, entirely. But that's also it's that idea has a little bit of naivete in it, mm-hmm. in my opinion. You know, because I mean, I was there. I wanted everybody to try it, yeah. but after. A good while and brushing up against that fucking experience go if you want mm. go if you want mm. but 
if you don't care about it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Not everybody needs to go there. Because mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot... There's a lot that it has to strip you of mm-hmm. for you to even get to the center of the mandala of that experience and in the process of stripping you it is it's an examination of you mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a ruthless brutally honest examination of you mm-hmm. and if some people say with traumas yeah. aren't ready to do that they have to do it on their decision you know they can't do it willy-nilly now sure you can but it's mostly with people with traumas it's it's a it gets it gets wary it it gets it it gets i guess you're right there's definitely that negative and then like the people that you and i would want to give it to yeah full of trauma most likely yeah you know what i'm saying and it's just like and then there's also that self-defense mechanism of holding on to the identity they created after the trauma. Mm-hmm. So then that becomes their safety net. And they can't let go of it. So in the process of the of being, like stripped a, of being stripped of it, it's just like, like that's a that's a reflex that 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 they haven't built. Like I mean it's it's trauma. Trauma rewires the brain. You can't you can't help that. But so do psychedelics. So you know. Yeah. You got some you got some balancing there to do. It's it's interesting, man. I feel like the way the culture is going, the culture, I said like let, let's just even talk about the culture. I find Yeah, define what before we do that, define culture to you. Like are you talking like kind of like a mainstream attention I'm, to I'm talking about the culture we all have in our head. Hmm. The culture that tells us get to work you're not being productive enough mm. that that's the culture we're all listening those are the voices in our heads that we listen to that that we that have been impr- imprinted in our heads and this is for real depending on the society you were born in those voices are different and this this is the example you can even go to to the extreme is when you get to the to the schizophrenic who hears voices depending on the society that, that person like grew up in the voices are different and the comparison is if they, were, they grew up in the United States, the, those voices are vitriolic and, and demeaning. And they're just they're t- telling you the, you're the worst, you're shit, you're nothing, you're not doing, like, you're, you're nothing, like, kind of shit. But if you're raised in India, the voices are like, you know, you should clean your room. Oh, you maybe put this together. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. But it all falls on the, onto, the, onto the culture. Mm-hmm. Which, like, puts into question, like, what the fuck is saying at this point, right? But, so yeah, so, like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the voice that is always going on just because of the place we were born in. That culture. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the, the culture we're in. Cool, cool. This culture, to me, seems like a, a child. Mm-hmm. It's, it's barely maybe three, four years old. If you if you, if you personify it, and it's barely getting past its tantrums, and it's barely it's almost like it's almost entering preschool and it's learning how to socialize, for the first time, that's where it's getting to, in my opinion, it's budding, and it's done, 
atrocious things. But my way of looking at it is just like it didn't know. It came from a place of it came it came into the world with the same attitude that the first uh, like the hippies came into the society antagonistic like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and that's for sure because it came in and it, it, I, I guess it comes with even Christianity because I mean like people like because I heard this recently where like something that that Christianity Catholicism did that was different was not only that like people like had disagreements because they had different gods sure but something that that Christianity did that was different was saying not only do I have my God, my God is better than your God. <laughs> that's, that's definitely what it did. <laughs> you know, and yeah. that and that yeah. came with the idea of like, well, like we know we're done. We're finished. We have the answers. We're good. Mm. We got God on our side, which allows for you to do a whole bunch of shit. Because, I mean, God, at, at that point, God becomes the place in which you put responsibility on. So then, then you're free to do whatever the fuck you want. And then you can you kneel do. and be like, actually, I fucked up. Cool. I'm, I'm going to go restart again. Well, like, yeah, because you're just sort of forgiving yourself in a weird way. You know what I'm saying? But it's 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 not even... That, that, this, that feels like that. I feel like that's too simple. It's like there was no need for that because it was outsourced. Mm. Both like, both, both figuring shit out and the 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 process of figuring something out was outsourced to God, and responsibility for your actions uh, executed in the world were also uh, outsourced to God, because you were good. Yeah. He was on my side. You know what I'm saying? It was is the biggest permission slip that were given to themselves. You know, and it's yeah. it's, and it came from the place of being. Of, of, of the death of curiosity essentially because mm. they were done they, they had no need for anything else they weren't they, they, there was no more questions left they were good right. and anything new and different it shunned it no need for it we're already done and that's what propelled this whole society that we live in to this point to here misguided as it is you know and then we like look at the individual. The individual, I feel like, has a new kind of existence because of the society. Mm. And it's sort of cool because at this point, we don't have that luxury anymore. Mm-hmm. Nobody really does have that luxury anymore of, of, putting, that, of putting their responsibility and outsourcing it to God. It's sort of gone now. And it's that's good. Because now your life is up to you. And it's given to the individual. And an individual has the potential to heal themselves. Yeah. You know? Jesus. So it's it's a it's a cornucopia of ideas. Everything's connected with everything. And then like the you can like blame gets all weird and diluted in that too. 
Because then, like, the idea of blaming someone is also subscribing to the idea of individuality. Isn't it? In a sense. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that would mean then we are all... Well, I guess I guess blame definitely can can be viewed that way in this in this context. Mm. But I also think it's like that 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 word accountability, which I think at this point in our culture has been very like very others where it's like social justice and all these like really things that came out of the '60s when the first wave of psychedelics I mean, came they, out. They really the the in the '60s is when the the idea of the individual really really yeah. took its foothold. Yeah. And capitalism jumped on that shit. Yeah. That's why we have so many, like, so many things, but they're all pretty much the same. Yeah. They're just sort of different. They're branded different. Branded differently. But I don't know, man. I feel... A lot of fucking thoughts in my head. Um, (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I mean, fuck, I can't. (laughs) There's nothing I can... (laughs) hit on this tangent I think I think you definitely summed up a lot of the those those ideas because uh, I, I kind of get stuck in thinking that too especially uh, with my own dosage right I feel like mm. coming to this place where I think the ver- first couple times of like coming down mm. and rediscovering language and learning the uses of language mm. really taught me like there there is a sense of like when you get stripped away from identity, what is it then that relates you to the homie who you were doing activism with? Because you guys believed in the same underlying cause, but then you realize that that cause is embedded in something, embedded in something stupid or yeah. not stupid, but like meaningless in the sense of like the bigger pictures. Like then, mm-hmm. then how do you then how do you construct community when you don't have the cult that, mentality, yeah, right? cult mentality of, of thought. Yeah, and you're right; it is an individualism. I think there is the the, the, the agency is given to the individual mm-hmm. as soon as you enter that realm, because I think I think you're right. There is the sense of like chaos and order, and in order to have order, you give up your individuality. Mm-hmm. Not forever. No, it doesn't run forever. I have to keep checking it. It's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I mean, I feel like what, like, to, to, the, to your question, like, how do you build a community when you don't have the cult mentality anymore? You build it with the individual. And you build it with yourself first. And mm, then, mm, mm, yeah, mm. you know, and then you build it with, with, with an individual you build it with another individual. And then those individuals. Those individuals are hanging out. K, Q, and Ojalá. I think that's definitely. I think you guys are like one of those new kind of type of group, type of groups. Yeah. Because it's, um, it's, it has that. Because like the way you explained it, it's not rigid. You, you, you hope for it to be malleable and flexible. Yeah. To do what it needs to be. Like, Doing, yeah. What it needs to do in, its, in, in the current time that it exists in. Yeah. Which is great, because that's a human being. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you can make uh, a structure or uh, an idea that takes multiple individuals to bring into existence and have it still maintain human-like qualities, 
then that system will prevail. Hmm. In my opinion. What's an example of that? You think that you have top of your head? I feel like I feel like a lot of art collectives is what I'm thinking of. Well, I mean, I could use any structure that's ever been seen. The only thing is that they all do have the same thing as human beings, and that's folly. And one of the, like one one folly that an individual has is that well, like I'm done. I got all the answers. That's that's one. That's a danger of having like because I mean you can't you can't even separate the a, a a structure or system. You can't separate that from human, because it was made from humans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a, it has a tendency to. To. Miss its aim. You know what I'm saying? I definitely feel that. Yeah, definitely. and and that, that that it's a possibility, but it's not. A given at the same time. Do you think that kind of, that folly kind of stems from this ego that we build up when we're doing that kind of? Well, yeah. The thing about the ego is that it loves completion. The ego is totalitarian. The ego is complete order. Com order complete order. Yeah. yeah, that's it exactly. Complete order. And 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 on a like a religious level, if you wanna like convert that, is is the ego or the intellect would be connected with the devil. Hmm. The devil was the one was question the, was the bright. Yes. He didn't question. No, no, no. no. But, you know, he he he. It I guess from what I understand was. The highest of the lights for God. God loved that thing, but the intellect had a tendency a tendency to make things complete and leave no room for God mm. for the mystery for the mm. for it liked to form answers and be done with it mm. Mm. and that's why I guess if you want to go with the narrative version of the devil you you get um why the devil never liked humans was because we were we weren't complete we had this level of imperfection that allowed God in. So then, translating that back to order and chaos, mm. would then God be this mysterious chaos that we kind of... He's. I would say it, it's the snake in between order and chaos. The thing that can transmigrate between both can turn chaos into order and order into chaos. Or, better yet, because most of the time it's best to be doing this, to turn chaos into order. Mm -hmm. And to be always going towards the chaos to turn to essentially shit out order. Hmm. That's like the, that's the, if an individual can do that, that individual is like, is, is almost always gravitated towards. It's a winning individual. Because hmm. they, they have, there's a sense of peace around them. But there's also this edge to them. Because they're they've 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 attained the balance within themselves. Like Baphomet. Yeah, I mean, as above, so below, man. Mm. That's the whole thing. We have to. We have to. I feel like we have to deal with the fact that all of this shit has happened to us. Yeah. We have to deal with this, and there's no way of going back the same. 
you know, where we used to be, you know, the, the, the myth of the Native American being one with the land right, and shit. Right, right. No, we have to, we have to create something new. Yeah. We have to create something new. That's very new. true. I think we've exhausted all of our myths. Yeah. There's no, there's no need. Yeah. And I think, I think that's kind of been feeling that, especially with like these last couple of times, these last little blasts off. Mm. I think there is a sense and I think that's what's always turned me away from rejoining a lot of like movements the movements the culture work because I think it's it, it's it's it, not it's not approaching it at a deep level no because it's it's very it's it's I think there is a, a sense to like you know capture what what what, what was mm-hmm. I think that's important but I think you're right a lot of people tend to sit there and, and imagine themselves going back to that and you're mm-hmm. right there's no way we could you know, give up the things that we've. Because I mean, we've been granted. We we have there 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 has been some positive yeah, gain definitely from this detour in human experiment, and it might not have been a detour. It probably was something. I personally, I feel like if the Earth didn't want it here, it wouldn't be here. So you know, mm-hmm. so like whatever we have been granted, we need to use it to the best of our ability to, to move forward and to move forward and, and maybe maintain life. Because then you could think about how rare it is to even be able to think, to learn collectively. Decide. Instead of decide. You know, like, like, like I've, I've told you before, like out of all the places that the universe decided to put the power of decision making, they put it, it put it behind our forehead. And that's the most impressive power ever presented to us, ever seen in nature. Decision. The power to decide, to make a decision and live with the consequences. That's a, that, that, that can be connected to a whole bunch of occult sayings and cult saying like cult teachings and stuff like yeah, that. I mean because it's a co-creation with creation at that point because we're created we're constantly creating we're in it we're in it it's one of the metaphors that I've seen at least in, with my experience is the metaphors like like God could paint the big picture but he needed something to add the details in so he made us we're small. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're part of the picture, but we can add the details now. At least that's how I see it. Okay. Then how do you? What do you think about the? I mean, this might. It's definitely rooted and based in the conversation we've been having. But then, what do you think about like the other dimension, man? The one that kind of looks over us in a sense. I mean, cause we've been messing with it, messing with it, but also like in conversation with those, those beings. That place seems to be where the ideas come from. Thought. Yeah. I don't know about thought. I like ideas better where the means and by means is like the most basic, the basic unit of an, of an idea comes from you know that's that's the definition of a meme 
the basic unit of an idea. It's related to the idea of a gene, the basic unit of DNA. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, say with, like, my last experience that I had, you were there, you, 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 you know. One of the things that I got from that was... It was a inspirational mm. in the way that just by having the experience in the middle of that experience, the ideas that were that were coming to me were more than I could deal with. The more than I could, I, I didn't have anything mentally built to even contain them and bring them back. And half of them would change everything. But the fact that just by being exposed to them changes me, and that's a start. You know, that other the that those other dimensions, I guess you could say. I don't know what they are. I know what they do. They inspire. They terrify me. They intrigue me beyond belief. They change my relationship with everything and that allows for uh, a way to be a way to be in it but not of it hmm. I think that's the thing I was kind of hinting towards we're not of it right we're, we we can be in it in small yeah, yeah you can be in it small but doses. not of it my opinion. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, I mean, it's there, man. Like, it, to me, it's surprising that the whole, like, society is going, isn't going, like, what is this? Why is this even here? What's going on? You know, like, 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 the, the fact that that even exists should have really, stop everybody and be like well this should be something we should look at but then the problem is again the very culture we're in doesn't think that it's that it doesn't think that it needs improvement mm. you know it doesn't need but to... would that would that then make that world or that experience something that enhances us or is that something that just Cause I, I I don't know, man. I feel like when we when we harvest these 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 psychedelics, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that was that was like a key that we like forged, or it was given to us, and we we happen to either stumble upon it or, or realize once we started consuming it and creating rituals behind it that 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 allowed us this this leap, right into mm-hmm. that. Cause I tell you, bro, like that, that, I, that door, like it's, it's been in my, the back of my head, mm. and it, it since since stepping away from it, it taunts yeah. me, man. It taunts me in like the giddiness that I want to be in there, but I know the consequences of the, of that. And even hearing you right now, kind of is making mm. me be like, all right, then he cuts the negativity <laughs> shit, cause it's, cause that's what it is, right? I think I think the exploration is definitely the 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 hook, right? The idea that you can be onto something, but hearing that makes me realize or makes me think then what it's not that it enhances us but like is is that something we should be tampering with 
Mm. I mean, because they have allowed it. Imagine if these these beings or these dimensions were kind of like, hey, we should probably cut all ties with these monkey bipeds. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but they haven't. No, they haven't. I you don't know? think they ever would. I don't think they ever would. Because, I mean, if you look at it very materialistically, the body and the chemicals that we use, that, that, that are considered psychedelics are inconsequential. They're not, they're not toxic in almost any way. Yeah. They're very, like, whatever. Like, like, they don't even know how much it takes, how much LSD you need to take for it to kill you. They don't know. They really have no idea. They the, the the test they use is, is the the number I guess you relate to is the, the LD fifty, and the LD fifty is you give uh, incremental doses to fifth uh, to yeah, to a hundred rats, and eventually you get to a dose where half of those rats die. That's the LD fifty, and that's when that's the dose that kills people. That's the overdose essentially. LSD, they don't even know how much you need to take. For that, they haven't figured that out. I don't think I don't think that's been tested yet. Like, because they've tried doing that test and none of the rats have died. They've, they've gone and tripped their balls off, but they haven't died. And the same thing with the mushroom. The mushroom structurally, the chemical psilocybin is like a cousin to serotonin. It it fits better in 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 the in the fucking transmitter in the neurotransmitter than serotonin does that's a fucking question right there how does it, our own chemical fit less than this external chemical that one fits it's it's almost built to fit right into our heads right into that synopsis and then DMT the brain eats that shit up which is why it's so like short lasting. But the questions th- that you get is why do they affect consciousness so much? Why? And then there's this there's this other thought where I have that the very culture culture with we're in has made the experience the psychedelic experience more intense because we've been, we've been deprived of it for so long. So it makes it like real shocking and like induces cognitive dissonance on another level than if wow. you were in a different culture right, right, who was a little more right, open-minded and right. everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then now you have to deal with, so is the psychedelic itself this powerful or is it, is it because we're so entrenched in this culture that the psychedelic yanks us out of it and puts us back to almost like a baseline or maybe even above that baseline? And then we get back to that baseline right after the, on the come down and we're there. And then over time, again, the culture brings us back down. There's a lot of questions that well, we don't know. With that, with that then, because I, I always go back to what you told me about the, the, our, our, re, our base reactions, right? Is that of, of fear and paranoia that we, we develop these ideas of order because of because of how shocking yeah. this life is, right? So I feel like right, right, right. Like, so maybe life is nothing but an intrusion of our nothingness. Our nothingness, right? Yeah. I feel as if then that leap we make 
into the nothingness mm. is what makes people react to suppress those keys. Mm. You know, specifically the natural born keys, right? Like ayahuasca, mushrooms. Mm. Yeah. And acid, I don't, I don't, I still don't know what to feel about acid. LSD. <laughs> LSD, right? Yeah. But I feel like maybe that's that's like a the equilibrium between things, right? You have this mm. this spike and like you're saying, like the cult norms mm-hmm. that we're all in, in inducing and questioning and, and stepping into this realm of like like realizing that the nothingness is where we originate, mm. and then that anchors down into like this idea of order because of how scary that is. And every time we inch closer to that that peak, hmm. and I think every time we're closing to that peak, these advances or what would come out of those things, right? I think hmm. about like the pyramids. I think about these mathematical things that we were able to achieve, astronomy. Hmm. That I think you can't achieve without being being in that place, being in that place, being one with and everything around everything you. around you. I I have the same thoughts because if like I mean you've had the experience I haven't had it too too well but like good small mushroom like ingesting a little bit of mushrooms under a, a, a non light polluted sky enhances your ability to tell where the stars are exactly that's that I you know what i'm saying forgot like, to relay that with you yeah, yeah like yeah. like like you that's can tell which thing. star is closer which stars are farther like you get this new depth of field just with a like just small dose of mushrooms and that's that's the thing so then you think back to like mayans and shit they probably were doing that every once in a while just to like check out all right so then here's this one we need to count just for a little longer here and then we got this arrangement like, and then we got like what like Chichen Itza the whole place built there is essentially a three-dimensional calendar that you can walk in mm-hmm. and if you align it with the horizon and the night sky you know when it's time to plant when it's time to like to harvest when it's when the rain will come you, you all of it tell all of its all the the, the structures and the, the city itself is talking to you and telling you this is what's happening now this is what when the festivals are happening this is what's all that shit that's fucking perplexing and everything but you also had the difference in culture i mean imagine we can't even imagine what kind of culture the ancients lived in i don't even know but clearly they were capable of fucking, like, of crazy things. And much longer than we've been told. Yeah. Mostly because of, like, like Gobekli Tepe is, like, the biggest example of we've been able to do amazing things much longer than we've been, we've been told. And this is just because new information. Right. Gobekli Tepe was intentionally buried 10,000 years ago. It's as old as the pyramids are to us, to the pyramids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, in the in Gobekli Tepe is a marvel. Like they 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 did some shit that 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 the archaeologists would have thought happened in like, a, like a thousand BC, maybe. 
but not this is like beef like like before the last ice age possibly we we've been doing shit that's just doesn't make that that doesn't comprehend that doesn't connect with the idea of the human that we've all been given yeah that we've we've kind of ascribed ourselves yeah right and then you have to remember you have to really like and you have to go back to how we limit ourselves you know and something that you can actually take but you have to be careful with it that you can actually take from the european culture that came and conquered and conquest and shit the one thing you can take is those motherfuckers had a pronoid life, a pronoid mentality. Yeah, they were like, we're good. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want. Imagine if a whole, like, the whole planet thought like that. And they were all like, we're with it. We're all, we're, we're, we're one. We're, we're, we're equals, right? Because they, they themselves saw that each other as equals. And they went and just went and spread. Now, if everybody had that mentality and everybody was on the same level, well, like, who knows what we could build? Who knows what we can make? Where is that? The snap. What do you mean? We're so close to that. To getting there? We've always been there, I think, man. Mm. But what, what do you think is the... Thing that holds us back? Yeah, from, from that. Because... I mean, theoretically, right? I mean, this is all, this call could be really theoretical, but I feel mm-hmm. like in moments where true tragedy or moments where like communities are affected, I feel like there is that glimpse. Mm. No, like, yeah, entirely like, right. Amazing, more capable. Yeah, but, like, why the fuck people go back to that? What well, is that's it? the thing, man. Society, the, maybe this society, and maybe in even other societies, because if you go. Literally, if you go to the places where like tra- tragedy struck, and then they recuperated and they're back to normal, and you go and talk to those people, they'd be like, "You know, I sometimes wish about that. I wish I, I think about those moments. Those were one of the best times of my life because it was there was a a strong sense of community because they realized, oh, death is here. Fuck everything else. They didn't, they didn't even need it anymore." You know what I'm saying? All the other stuff that they uh, preoccupied themselves with, it went away. It's just like, yo, life, life is like, oh shit, it's about to end. Like you're breathing, oh, come here. Like you need, you got water, you got, you know, like it, it's just, it doesn't. At that point, it doesn't matter. And in all honesty, bro, there's this like inclination that I have that we're getting closer to a real big like, this is a po- like this is apocalyptic thinking, but like. I don't know, man. Something tells me, like, something's coming where it really is going to shake us. It's really going to shake us. And you can see it. Like, my, my, I'm connecting it to, like, the fact that, like, like now we have, we've had two volcanoes activate. The weather patterns are getting stronger. You know, like, like this climate change that we're going through is, is going to make us unite. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> the long stretch at the end, huh? <laughs> I mean, that's cool. Is is the bullshit that we need our 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 lot? Do we that we need an existential threat to unite? I mean, to remind us, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, shit. You can even like we're not the only ones that thought like this. President Reagan 
mentioned in a speech that if aliens were to come, in a literal speech, if aliens were to arrive, we would forget about nationality. We would forget about all these other things that divide us. We would unite. We would fight together. Ronald Reagan said this shit. Well, even though the idea of fighting is so fucking hilarious. Well, like, it's survival, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, even, even bacteria do this shit. It, it's just to survive. So it's weird, man. We have to reconcile, like, we have to reconcile the things that we don't like of, of, of our nature, of the things that we're capable of. We have to reconcile the shadow as much as we can. Or we don't have that thing under control. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and that, that goes on an individual level to a collective level. Because mm-hmm. if we don't reconcile the shadow... On a collective level, level, it's possible to get another Hitler. We might just have one on us right now. Being Trump. What's Trump's sign? He's a Gemini. He's a Gemini. He's a Gemini with a moon Pisces. So is Kanye West. Same, same sun and moon. Fucking, fucking Kendrick Lamar. Same sun and moon as well. Kendrick Lamar's great, you know? There's just different generations, too. I, I like to think back to what Isaac always tells us. Shout out to Isaac. Yeah, shout out to Isaac. Because um, I, I always think about... Lately, I, it's not that I've been thinking about Hitler, mm. but I do think about the star positions in which this, this person was able to harness that energy mm. that propelled a seven-year span of destruction. Mm. And you're right. There is there is a sense of like this is like precipice of like are we gonna hit that again? Yeah. Like like are we, are we there again? Yeah. I get that. And it like with Hitler's case, it was just like he tuned into something. Yeah. He tuned into the collective shadow, and he spoke it, and he expressed it, and the rest of the people. Cool. They were like, yeah. He's speaking what I'm not even. I can't say. And there's a good amount of people, man. Yeah, whole country, whole mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. Do you think then that in the adverse... And that can happen to anyone. Do you think someone could speak the opposite? Entirely. Entirely. And that... But it's... I feel like it might... No, 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 no not even. Not even. Yes. It's entirely possible to hit the opposite. Because what happens when, you, when, when, it, when that... Because... It's not even like you, it's impossible to hit the opposite. It's just like it's there's just something underlying that needs to be tapped into, and though that even that good has been has been has been underlying, and it's there. Mm-hmm. But the problem with good is that most of the time it doesn't want to get up in front of crowds, <laughs> and most of the time it doesn't want to like do that because of how good it is you know the people that should leave lead don't usually want to lead because the, they get that yeah. it's a weird thing right there how the fuck do, how do we like reconcile that because in that point like to even the fact of like the idea of putting it on someone of hopefully someone shows up and taps into the other side of, the, of what what Hitler tapped into. 
MLK. Right. He was one of them. What happened? Boom. We let him die. But why did we let him die? Because we gave all that responsibility to him. One person. And do you think it's like a... It falls into the individual again, man. Yeah. If we lead ourselves out of that darkness, each one of us, if we each hold our own cross and walk up that fucking mountain and get our own corner of the, of, of the universe in check, nobody can stop us because at that point, it's, it's not even a collective. It's just a simple agreement. It's a, an agreement between an individual and reality itself. And that, and in doing that, you inspire other people around you, and they would might they might want to follow you. Because you become a leader in that in that moment. But the goal there is to make sure that they figure out that they have their own thing to like lift. And of course, I mean, in this world, we we, we got to have our teams and our and our collective and our community. But everybody has to pull their own weight. Because if, if, if because if, it, because it, that's what happens when we don't, we get people like MLK, we get, we get people that do really well and show us the way, but they can only take us so far. Can't leave it up to just individuals, you know, to cause change. I mean, change usually does happen from an individual, but, you know, it has to pass on move forward but I don't know I don't know and then like the society we live in we're like at a point where like where speaking on that speaking on that you know what you know uh, you know you've heard the word the messiah right Mm -hmm. you know what that means Uh, not off the top of my head the messiah is the idea Wow. Huh. The idea. That's that's the, the translation of that word is the not mes- not messiah. the not the second coming or no no no. The Messiah is the idea. What's the idea? I feel like I've encountered it maybe, but I can't articulate it yet. I've been doing my best in this whole little conversation that we've been having, but I don't think I've hit it. Other people have, like, also, like, it's, again, like, all we can do is point at the moon. We can never touch it. I mean, we can, but on an individual level, maybe. You don't think there's different messiahs for different moments that we are? I feel like... What do you mean? I feel like for every upheaval and every cycle that we go through, there's, there's a new... There's not a new solution, but there's a different combination to reach that, that messiah. That idea for whatever the case is, right? So say, for instance, the Messiah for the civil rights is, is a complete liberation of all people. Mm, a more specific yeah. like idea you know suited I mean? for the times? Exactly, because I think... I, think I, you, I would say, yeah, sure. Because that, that idea would be uh, the only way that the real, like, I guess, this is very... What's the word for it? This is really um, Aristotelian of me, but it's like the the more 
specific, I guess, the Messiah or the idea, that is just the reflection of the actual mm. idea. You know, it was the only way it could funnel into the world at that moment and in that way. And I think that's that's what Isaac's been trying to have us harness. Entirely. Because I think we can spend eternities finding that one Messiah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a reflection. Oh, yeah. It has to... The one that... Because it's... Somebody... I think it was Terrence McKenna, too. If somebody can figure out how to say the truth correctly, it's done. Because at that point, there's no ambiguity in between the communication. So if someone is honest and is truthful... That person can move through walls, psychic walls. Mm. You know? Because at that point, he's literally, that person is communicating their mind to you with no no baggage, no nothing. It's just them really like, this is what's right here, here you go. Do with it what you want, but I've communicated the best I can. And I've said this myself, I've mentioned in my poems, communication is, communication turns meaning into an amputee. That happens. That happens. It's our job to make sure we can give you the whole body with as much of its limbs as possible. As an individual, that's the person's job when they're communicating. And I learned this, man, I, like, like mostly like for like my relationships, like my romantic relationships, shitty ass communicator, bro. Shitty-ass communicator. And then, like, the last romantic relationship I had... Clear as day. I was clear as day. And it was the most coherent relationship I've ever had. Wow. Wow. I've ever had. It was cut and dry, real good, and we enjoyed our time together. I mean, I enjoyed the time together. Mm. I mean, if if I can maintain that clarity... With everybody, I'm gonna be good, and that's my corner of the universe. And that's all I gotta worry about. Can't do. I can't. I. I don't have direct access to the world, but to my corner of the universe, I have complete complete access. Fuck. <laughs> Goddamn, Greg. All right, this is the last thing before we have to get ready for rehearsal. Respect. Respect. Can you tell me what the door looked like to you? That's I I I know we we did a whole thing loop around, but I definitely I bro I didn't even get to a door. <laughs> like, how should I say this? It's like. Something almost just grabbed me. Oh shit! In 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 a way, and just Yank. propelled me to a level, and it, and then I got to that level, and then what I experienced was this like fusion of like the highest of highest and most complex of technologies. Imbued with the power of God and this complete 
intense energy. Yeah. And it was it was screaming at me. I'm like, you know, I've read a whole bunch about about it and everything, and most of the time it seems pretty fucking inviting. But this thing was really eager to see me, but it it was doing its darnest to like tell me something. It was dying to tell me something, and and it was showing like, cause like, like it's so strange. One of like the the the, the best. This is like a this is a anthill major amputation of what I saw, but. If if for the listeners, anyways, if you've ever seen the 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 fucking cartoons or like little cutscenes in Portal, the game Portal mm-hmm. One and Portal Two, mm-hmm. it's almost like that points to it, but it wasn't exactly it. And so I was seeing this thing that was transforming, and every time it would move, I would I would get a glimpse of that pure intellect. Yelling at me, telling me something of urgency, just like, 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 like something along the lines of death, death is on the way, you need to do something about it, like something along those lines, just this intense, (gasps) and, and I knew this energy, I've, I've encountered it before. This was the clearest I ever I ever interacted with this energy. This was the most eye to eye I've ever been with it. And I was still there. The audio wasn't. There was no room for any any figment. All there was was my pure attention and this thing that was taking all of it. And it it itself couldn't fit in all of my attention. I was getting that. And there was so much coming at me that I was only able to take in the very little that I, I mentioned at the end. You know, like um, the religious talk that I get into where I was like, like history is the three days it took Christ to wake back up. You know, that shit. And like, and really, oh, another like, like yeah, that's, that, that, that's this is at the end and shit. And, you know, but it was just like, ah, and it was just, it was a lot for me, for me. I've never read any experience, heard any experience that could have warned me for that. I was, I don't know what the fuck I was going to see or experience. Not that. But it was the clearest of any of the psychedelics I've done. Because I've, I've hit that place before. I've interacted with that energy before. I didn't even acknowledge the door. There was no time for the door. I blew past that thing. When I reached for that, that last the last intake, that I, the energy was already there. It was like, no, you need another one. And at that point, I was sort of in a fucking state. And I was like, well, you're already here, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? But I was there. And it was giving me the pure, pure logos, which what Terrence McKenna would call it. And it was just pure intellect. Just this something. All that was, it was warning me. 
It was red alert, like a red alert. But again, it didn't. I didn't come back sad. I didn't come back anxious. No, no, no. I came back like I always come back, relieved and free. And there was a moment on my coming back where I was like, oh, I don't even have to come back. I had to will myself to come back. I remember that. There was a moment where like, I was like coming back and then I just sort of faded back into it. And I was just like, oh, huh. And I just decided, I was just like, no, but I should be coming back. Hmm. There was no, the, it, 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 I wanted it to sweat me away. I didn't want to incrementally get to the door. I wanted to make sure I blew past that motherfucker. I didn't want to deal with that. It's too much anxiety. And it hits you like a wave. Like a tidal wave. He was a motherfucker, man. He was a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for this podcast. For sure. This was a fun conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> if you're still there. God damn. Oh, crazy ass musings. Oh, shit. There's a moment you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> During it? What? Right now you're talking? Oh, right now? I was like, oh, shit, girl. Because <laughs> I had to convey the intensity. And it was intense, bro. Yeah. I was, you were going to leap out of me right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I was, was like, oh, shit. It was the only way. It was just like, it was intense. What did I look like? You guys melted away. Mm. You guys, you didn't have, you guys became blotches in the environment. Mm. I knew you guys were there, like I could see you guys, but I couldn't make you out. The edges were all gone. Mm. Crazy. Yeah. It's just an expanse. Yeah. Let's get some air. Yeah, let's get some air. Fuck. Thank you guys for listening. Catch you on the next one. (laughs) So, I don't know if you expected for the conversation to go in the direction that it went, but if you did, good for you. (laughs) And if you didn't, I hope you enjoyed it. And if not, sorry, I guess. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. Um, anything do I have anything to really say um, I don't have any really anything I need to announce so yeah just thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch you on the next one hopefully next week we shall see <laughs>